We want to welcome you today to the Blessing from the Valley podcast with your host, Pastor Mark Brandon. Join Pastor Brandon as he takes a new look at the old book, the Bible. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today for the Blessing from the Valley podcast. This is your host, Pastor Mark Brandon, and what a joy it is to come to you today by the means of this podcast. And uh, who would have ever thought years ago I was on radio for a long, long time, but now we have podcasts. And I'll tell you, I think that's what most people listen to today, and they are very handy resources. And so uh, we are delighted to be able to bring you uh, two a week, and that's what we're planning on doing this year. And so we're just trying to be helpful, and hopefully the podcast will be um, helpful to you. Uh, I want to um, just continue. I started a little, just a little thought uh, in Second Timothy chapter four on the last episode, and I want to just kind of keep on that thought today. Second uh, Timothy chapter four. Now we know this is the last epistle, the last letter under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that Paul was writing to this young man Timothy. And so, you know, normally. Uh, when you think of someone's last words, uh, they're usually very important words. Uh, we know that this is the last epistle that he wrote because even in chapter four here, verse six and seven, he said, for I am now ready to be offered and the time of my departure is at hand. And so we know that he is in a Roman prison and he's getting ready to be executed. History tells us that he was beheaded by the Roman Empire for his faith in Christ. We believe that. And so the time is there. He's there. So these are his last words. And I'm going to just kind of focus on that and just really emphasize that because normally when someone knows it's going to be their last words, they're not dealing with frivolous things. They're dealing with very important things. But with that being said, uh, I think in uh, chapter 4, verses 9 through uh, 15 here, we see a very human side of the Apostle Paul. Although he was a great soldier for the Lord, although he was a great missionary, uh, truly, I believe one of the greatest uh, Christians that's ever lived, uh, wrote the majority of the New Testament. I mean, just what a man. But we see here a little human side to him. It's kind of like some flesh here. And so I want you to notice the Bible says in verse 9, do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. For Demas hath forsaken me, having loved this present world and is departed unto Thessalonica, Christians to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with, with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. And then the Bible says in verse 13, The cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the parchments. Now these are his last words. These are his last needs. These are his last requests, and I just think that's interesting. So we dealt with, on the last episode, we talked about Demas, and he was really talking about forsaking their heartbreak, sadness, which we think is interesting being his last words. But then we found that in verse 11, he dealt with the word Luke. In other words, he was friendship. He was encouraging himself in the Lord with a friend and the faithfulness, and I kind of gave application to that on the last episode. But today... I want to look at another subject here that I believe as we look at these last words of Paul putting some flesh on him, we see that he was also trying to be encouraged and not only be encouraged, but he was trying to be an encouragement. Even though these were his last days, even though he was in prison, even though he knew that his time was at hand and his time was short, it was limited, 
he wanted to be encouraged, but he wanted to encourage someone else. Notice what he said in verse 11. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. Now, I don't know what all took place in the life of Mark, but we know that there was a time that Mark and uh, Barnabas and Paul was serving the Lord together. There was some type of a dispute. Something took place, and Paul lost confidence in Mark. And there was such a disputation there that the Bible says that they split up, that Paul would no longer even go with Mark and Barnabas. So they split up. Paul went with Silas. Barnabas went with Mark. Now, here's my thought. In his last words here, he's dealt with forsaking. He's dealt with friendship. But I want you to notice this. He's dealing with forgiveness, restoration. Think about how encouraging this is. Um, Could you imagine being Mark in that day? knowing that Paul has requested for you to come, that you're profitable in the ministry. He certainly didn't feel like that sometime before. And uh, why? Obviously, he had been watching Mark. Obviously, he had been uh, keeping tabs on Mark, and he knew Mark uh, maybe was growing in the Lord. Maybe he wasn't as immature. I don't know what Mark did, but the Bible is very clear that Paul was so in disputation about that, he would not go with them anymore. So it was something you know very serious. And so obviously in the eyes of Paul, Mark needed some work. Something else here that I think about, he went with Barnabas. So we know that Barnabas was an encourager. And so obviously his work, his influence on Mark helped, no doubt, because now we find that Mark is profitable to the ministry. So here's what Paul's focused on. He focused on forsaking. He focused on friendship. Now he's focusing on forgiveness and restoration. Think about that. What an encouragement to Mark. What an encouragement to Timothy, and what an encouragement to Paul, that Mark had lived the life that he could forgive and could restore, and that Mark had lived the kind of life that he could be encouraged, that Paul was sending for him. So I want to just say this, you know, I am thankful that we have a God of forgiveness and restoration. I want to encourage you today to realize that none of us have lived a perfect life. All of us have skeletons in our closet. All of us have failed All of us have fallen short of the glory of God. So I'm so very thankful that we have a God uh, that is a God of the second chances. I am so glad that God forgives us and and restores us. And I'm thankful that this this beautiful little uh, principle is right here in the last words. We can take great encouragement that although Paul is spending his last days, maybe his last hours, he is wanting to let someone know that no matter what they had done, that there's always a bomb in Gilead. There's always restoration and forgiveness for that wayward soul. Now, I want to say to you today, I don't know where you are. I don't know how far you've gone away. I don't know what you used to be, but I'm going to tell you what you should be. You should be faithful to the Lord. If you're a Christian, you ought to be living like Christ. And But if you're not, I want you to know something. Don't let the devil, don't let your past, don't let shame, Don't let guilt keep you from doing what God wants you to do. There's always forgiveness, and he wants to restore you. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Then I want you to notice he dealt with forsaking. He dealt with friendship. He dealt with forgiveness. But then I thought this was interesting. Look at verse 13. The Bible says, the cloak that I left. Now, bring with me. So in other words, now he's talking about his physical needs. And you know what I've learned about people? People are human. We all have needs. And he he was cold. So he wanted that jacket. And, uh, you know, I I just thought I would throw that in there because I think it's interesting. This shows the human side of Paul. You know, I think sometimes people have this idea about Christians and even preachers 
you know, even maybe your Sunday school teacher, look, we should reverence them, respect them, appreciate them. But keep in mind, even the greatest of servants of God are human. They have needs. They have hurts. They have wants. You know, I heard years ago, um, of course, it was being in jest, but someone said, well, you know, look, we told we told the Lord that, hey, we'll keep our preacher poor if you keep him humble. You know, that's, that's not quite the attitude that you want to have. Why? Because people have needs. Uh, people are, it's the human side of this thing. He wanted warmth. Uh, he wanted, he had, he had some physical things that needed to be taken care of. He wanted a coat. It was cold and damp in that jail cell. Trust me, uh, their jail cell wasn't like our jails and prisons today. Uh, they were in cold, damp, rat infested. Certainly a lot of people died in those things because of, uh, you know, malnutrition, uh, because of, you know, just unhealthy. So think about this. Here he is. He's wanting a coat. So it shows the human side. So these are the needful things that Paul's asking for or his last words that he's mentioning before he dies. Then, then I want you to notice this as I close out this podcast. Notice what else he said in verse 13. He said, this also bring. He said, when thou comest, bring with thee and the books, but especially the parchments. You know what he's asking for? The Bible. He's asking for the Old Testament. Listen, the word of God. I want you to know something today. The greatest thing we have on this planet is the word of God. He saved the best for last. He said, hey, I want you to make sure you bring to me the parchments. Bring me the books, but especially the parchments. See why? Because God's word is vital. God's word is needful for us today. So no matter where you are in life, yes, we might be dealing with forsaking. We should also be emphasizing friendships and faithfulness. And yes, we ought to make sure that we're emphasizing forgiveness and restoration. And yes, we have physical needs. Let's be thoughtful of people. But in verse 13, we know what he asked for the, for the greatest. He said, especially the parchments, what? We need and have the word of God. And I hope and pray that you, your life and your heart and your mind is being saturated with the word of God. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening today. Our prayer is that this episode was a great encouragement to you and we invite you to join us again next time for the blessing from the valley.